You are listening to Water Flying, a show dedicated to all things seaplanes. Brought to you by the Seaplane Pilots Association. My name is Steve McCoy. I'm the executive director of the Seaplane Pilots Association, which is the world's largest nonprofit advocacy organization dedicated to the protection and promotion of the water flying community. Climb aboard! We're about to start today's episode. Well, welcome back to Water Flying. I'm joined once again by my co-pilot and flight instructor extraordinaire, Abby Kellett. Great to be back, Steve. We have a really great show for you guys today. We have Warren Curry, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Icon Aviation, here to talk about that good-looking airplane we all keep seeing and hearing about all over, the Icon A5. Well, thank you, Steve and Abby, for the introduction. It's it's great to be here, and I'm looking forward to our discussion today. Awesome. So you guys have been all over the place. If people aren't familiar with the Icon A5 at this point, they're living in a cave. Uh, you've been extremely prolific at air shows. Uh, air Venture, you had a massive display and some great parties, I might add. You've even been featured and had product placement in movies like Night and Day with Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz. You've been big forces at Sun and Fun and the kings of social media and that kind of content. So it's definitely... Uh, an airplane that makes you stop in your tracks when you see an A5. And I have to tell you, not only does it look good and look different than anything else out there, but the looks are, you know, the the design is innovative, far from skin deep. Uh, it is really a groundbreaking airplane. So I've never actually gotten the chance to fly one. I'm really looking forward to it. But I did go to an EAA event a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago now, I guess. And I got to see one up close, and I just want want to let you know um, the pilot, the the crew that you guys had with the A five. Just really, you guys have a really nice crew together, and so I they gave me a shirt, and so I just want you to know that I'm wearing your icon swag. It's a very nice soft shirt. Well, the icon the icon crew from the word go is always always been like the cool kids on the block. I have to tell oh, you, oh, they are the cool kids <laughs> on the block, and I feel like a cool kid with the shirt. So really, well, I think it, it was Alex was the was the pilot. He was the one that gave me the shirt, that gave me the walk around of the airplane. Um, I want to hear a little bit about the airplane for those listeners that haven't seen it, that haven't gotten to see really it. That really don't know what all the hype is about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, thanks for the compliments, and and uh, you know, I'm glad you got a shirt. And, and again, I'm, I'm making uh, the assumption you are wearing it today, Abby. So that's good to hear. Um, <laughs> You know, we, we, we have been running, as you said, Steve, we've been running and working really hard over the last uh, few years when, when we really went to go to market. And, you know, to include the, the cameo in the movie, uh, unfortunately, I didn't make the cut, probably based on appearance <laughs> to, to be in the movie, uh, but, but the aircraft did, right? And so it's, it's good. Uh, we, we have a bunch of great uh, teammates, and, and I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so the aircraft itself, right? It, you know, we, we went to painstaking efforts uh, for a lot of a lot of things. But but what we were trying to accomplish really, and it sounds simple, but it, man, it, it's it's so broad, was 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 one single goal. And, and that was, you know, to design, as you guys just mentioned, you know, a, a beautiful aircraft. Right. One that is aesthetically pleasing, but goes well beyond that. You said beyond, beyond the skin deep, Steve. And, that, and that's the key. Right. So capable of both land and water operations, you know, certainly, right? It's an adventure flying mobile. But I think what's unique and and what excited me the first time I saw an Icon A5 
was was we originated our design around the user experience, right? It's it's a personal experience when you fly, and that's why all of us do it, right? I mean, it's it's exhilarating, and and that's where we started our entire design process. Yes, it's sleek, but we wanted that user interface, right? We wanted it to be simple and intuitive. I know, and and and, and Warren, I have to tell you, I mean, I had the good fortune of being in Long Beach in in the design center there, where you had all the different materials and all the different colors and the fonts. And when, I mean, the, the, I have never seen a general aviation company. And I think this is important for the listeners to hear. And for people that, that hear again, you hear a lot of hype about the icon, but I don't know that they realize how much was behind this design and how much thought went into it. And when you look at how long it took to bring the airplane to market, it was because you guys literally didn't leave anything to question. And, and I was just amazed when I went in that design lab. It, it, it is. I, I use the term, and of course, I am the benefactor of all that work, right? But I always say painstaking effort because I know really have no other way to, to, to categorize or explain it. And and I tell you another thing, when you, when you talk about that user interface and, and my younger uh, teammates and sales reps make fun of me for saying this, but you know, it's because we had that open cockpit and it's an un- unobstructed view. I always say I feel like I'm in an IMAX movie theater, like like the world is wrapped around me and I'm just at the at the tip of the spear flying this really cool aircraft. And, and to me, that the first time I flew it, that that's what I still vividly remember. Yeah. And so, you know, being familiar with flying the air cam and owning a Super Cub, both of which have spectacular visibility that is far better than most airplanes, having flown the Icon, thanks to, you know, all the good fortune you guys have extended us, uh, the, the visibility is, it, it's amazing. It's a it's a very good, uh, the visibility is amazing. It's in the, the experience that a seaplane pilot wants. You, you fly, not necessarily to get from point a to point b but to really enjoy the ride it's all about experience yeah no 100 percent. It, it's definitely not utility and you know i i tell people all the time you know when, when i was i'm for those who don't know i'm a retired military guy and I, I was getting out of the military not knowing what i wanted to do when i when i grew up and a, a friend of mine was working at icon and he said come fly with me and literally in 20 minutes of flying with them, I said, well, I, I know what I'm doing next. It, it was that moving of an experience. Um, and that's why I'm here today. And you can tell my passion. I'm, I'm still excited. And I get giddy every time I get in the aircraft. <laughs> well, that's easy to do. It doesn't sound like you have any fun at your job. I'm sorry. It's just it's coming across <laughs> as just no fun. Can't wait to go home at five o'clock. <laughs> no, I, do. I, I am i am way uh i'm way too fortunate for what i deserve but yeah no it's fantastic that's just wonderful that's just so wonderful so i want to hear a little bit more about the specs on the airplane so you say that it's not necessarily you know you're not going into the backwoods of maine necessarily into like the darkest parts of alaska so tell me what what a user could expect what a pilot could expect um as far as fuel load where where are they going with their airplane yeah, yeah. So it's uh, so the the fuel capacity, right? We we average we advertise just over four hundred twenty nautical miles uh, of distance. So you have a good amount of distance. Now, obviously, we all know as pilots, there's there's weight and balance considerations with all of that, right? That's a that's a max load of fuel, and we hold a twenty gallon tank, uh, but we burn under four gallons an hour. And, wow. And, it's interesting when I when I talk to non pilots about that, I always say I wish my car had less than four gallons per hour nowadays, right? So, yeah, yeah, uh, man, yeah, yeah. 
So, you know, and, and it is only a VFR aircraft, right? Like we talked about, it's not utility. It is meant to get out and enjoy the environment and do adventure flying. Um, state in the obvious, we're amphibious, certainly. And in the water, we have a 12-inch a uh, chop limitation on the aircraft, right? So, um, you know, and, and that has to do a lot with, obviously, the, the impacts, as we all know, as seaplane pilots, that you could occur with with waves and chop uh, above 12 inches. Yeah, water um, water is a lot more dense than especially non-seaplane pilots realize. I mean, it, the larger the waves, not only do you have hydrodynamic considerations there as far as the handling of the aircraft, but it's also very hard on the uh, airframe and on the uh, structure of the aircraft. Yeah, no, 100%. I'm sure we'll talk about training here as as discussion goes on, but that's something we we're hyper focused on when when people come in and train. But what's what's unique, you know, and I'd I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about it was is not just a flying, but you know, for those who aren't familiar, you know, the aircraft we, we have a specially designed trailer for the aircraft. It's very versatile. You can load it up, bring it home, take it to the boat ramp, um, and it's very easy to do. I'm I'm not exaggerating when i say that you know you from the time you shut down the aircraft 30 minutes later you're loaded up on the back of your car you know ready to take it wherever you want which is neat yeah and i think you know one of the things we learned when we had the progressive aerodyne sea ray that we you know were test driving for almost two years test driving test flying um was that you know as a super cup guy as a 185 guy and you know even flying grumman albatross as i'm used to flying a lot heavier aircraft but I gained a whole new responsibility, both with flying the Icon and with having the Sea Ray for two years, which was, you know, just because you're not going to load up all your camping gear and your Labrador Retriever and your two kids and everything into the airplane doesn't make it any less of a seaplane. Um, it's, you know, the bottom line is we want people to get out there, fly seaplanes, have a good time, expand their flying experiences. And, and the aircraft does that. And what I always characterize the, the, uh, uh, Sea Ray was, is that it was a flying Miata. You're going to go out. You're not going to spend a lot of money on fuel. You're not going to burn a lot of fuel. You're not going to take a lot with you and you may not have 300 horsepower, but the bottom line is you're going to have an amazing flying experience. And if we look at what's important about growing and maintaining the seaplane pilot numbers in the community, I think that's as important as anything else is that we're providing people with an opportunity to get engaged and fly seaplanes. So if you listen to our previous podcast, Steve and I talk about light sport aircraft and with Icon, the A5 being considered a light sport aircraft, we talk a lot about this, the idea that just because you're not flying, you know, you're not flying a 185 once a month going to your cabin or whatever you're doing, having this low fuel burn, having this aircraft that you can fly routinely and keep proficient and current in, doesn't that, that just, that sounds a lot more... There's it's, a sensibility. There's to a it. sensibility to it, even if you can't, like you said, lo- um, load your every dog you own and your entire family into the aircraft. Yeah, you know, I, I tell all of our clients, you know, I, I'm I, you two are much younger than me, you know, but I always say, hey, listen, it gives you it gives you the opportunity to leave it all behind, right? And, and the older I get, man, I I, I kind of want to leave most of the things behind uh, and, <laughs> and be as simple as possible. You know, and something else, and we're not the only aircraft that can do this, but you know, for those listeners who are just trying to get in a community, you know, we, we run a, a Rotax engine, which what's neat is you can put regular old motor gas in there, or you can use aviation gas and you can mix it in the same tank. So you can leave an airfield with aviation gas, land at a marina, a boat marina, 
filled up with 91 octane or above mix in the same tank and go right i mean there's there's so much you know uh, and i'm talking specifically icon but so much versatility in that and an ability to go out and just do what you want absolutely yeah and the m- amount of power that you get out of the rotax engines and you know in these aircraft for the fuel burn is just phenomenal i again i mean i found myself even with the super cub my super cub is pretty thirsty for a super cub i I burn in like 14 gallons an hour on takeoff and full power climb and about 10 gallons an hour in cruise because i've got a pretty hyped up airplane uh but i even found myself that's not a bad fuel burn but i found myself going you know what the the sea ray is looking pretty good today because i'm only going to burn like four (laughs) gallons an hour and it's stupid i i mean of all the usable you can like you can justify flying it every day for two hours but it you know to think that i'm thinking about that when i'm only burning 10 gallons an hour and i'm still thinking you know i guess some of that pilot uh thriftiness was coming out there or something because it didn't (laughs) make any sense it didn't make any sense that i was literally going well i can only you know if i go out today i'm only going to burn five gallons but it is, I, some, it is something that people yeah. consider and it's great that people consider that you know when they're buying an airplane you know what would like warren what do you think would make the icon the a5 a a potential first time buyer seaplane uh, excellent question you know so we can talk about fuel burn and cost of ownership and we certainly you know walk all of our clients especially the new ones right i i i always want to answer the question to the new owners what are you not asking me that you should ask me and cost of ownership is one thing but one thing I think, and, and Steve, you've had an opportunity, Abby, hopefully you're here to join us soon. You know, the the simplicity inside the cockpit, really, it really blows people away. You know, and I say simplicity, and we can talk about, you know, all the things we have in the, in the aircraft for, for safety and, and, and uh, safe flying. But when you look in our aircraft, it's not intimidating. You know, I've been flying for over 25 years, and I think we all can agree I, I look into some cockpits and, and it's almost intimidating, right? I'm like, right. I don't even know if I can operate in that. When you look inside of our cockpit, you think, wow, this, this is it. Now, I'll explain, you know, to the new clients and new pilots. Well, even though it looks simple, don't be deceived, right? It, it is, but you have all your key piece of information to safe fly the aircraft. But I, I think, you know, the, uh, uh, the simplicity of it uh, is very attractive to new pilots. Yeah, so I actually had the opportunity to go through, as you were kind of alluding to, and I, I think I may have mentioned it, but I actually had the opportunity to go through the entire ICON training program. And I have to tell you, I, I was incredibly impressed. I had a great time with Janessa. She did a, a great job. And we were flying the airplane in salt water, even, which was bigger than I, you know, would have expected to be flying something like the ICON in. So, you know, you don't expect your uh, owners to just jump in the airplane. You actually do have a transition and a training program. Uh, Why don't you talk to us about that a little bit? I've been through it, but for those people that haven't. Yeah, no, thank you, because it's it's important, right? And, and, you know, we could talk, and I'm sure we will probably more about some other safety aspects of the aircraft. But, you know, safety really begins, as any aviation professional knows, you know, it it begins in the training. It it starts in the classroom, extends into the flight training, and then obviously goes well beyond your, your aviation career, you know, until you hang it up. But ICON spent years, we talk about the years of development that we spend trying to build the aircraft, you know, we spent years developing uh, and and continually refining our training program, right? We, we get compliments. Thank you, Steve, you know, for, from you, uh, industry partners and, and, and folks who visit us, we get compliments from new owners. Um, you know, it, 
making sure our owners understand the flight characteristics of the aircraft and how to safely operate the aircraft in all conditions, even though we have a lot of safety features in the aircraft, let's be honest, that that's probably the number one safety feature you have. And and we require all of our owners to come through our syllabus to, to, to be signed off in the aircraft and to be certified that they went through the syllabus. Um, and, and let me step back too for a brief moment. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's probably well known if you don't, you know, ICON, there, there's a lot of military influence initially with that training ph- philosophy. And, and I think anyone that goes through it sees how methodical and thoughtful and deliberate we are with, with everything we do every day, you know, in that training service. But we also, and we, and we take people from, you know, the, the, the initial level to the gradual level. Uh, but we also make sure we have fun because what we want to show clients is, and I'm obvious for everyone that's been flying a long time is you're going to have a ton of fun, right? But, but interwoven in this fun is a serious attitude about your conditions you're going to go fly in, how you're going to do it safely and how you're going to get home. Um, and then lastly, and I'll stop talking. You can, again, I'm probably, <laughs> no, that's right why now. you're here. I, I, know, I, know, I get, but, but we do have three syllabuses. We, we internally to icon, right? We have the sport pilot license for people who have never flown before. We have a transition course for those experienced pilots, but have never done seaplane flying. And then we have a last one for the experienced seaplane pilot, uh, that that's much abbreviated, but really goes, I call it the differences training, right? You know, if you, if you flew something on floats, well, here's what it's like to, uh, you know, to fly a whole aircraft. That's something that I would love to do. I mean, seeing the transition from floats to a monohole, I mean, I got the opportunity to fly a Lake Amphib a couple months ago and wow. Yeah. So just the difference. I mean, it, it was an eye opener for me. I, and I think this is what's important for, again, for the listeners to know or the community that hasn't had this experience to understand. I mean, you guys have literally three books that come with the training program. They are the most thorough, well put together, highest production level books I've ever seen. I mean, my Super Cub didn't come with anything like that. I can tell you that. And Abby hasn't seen them yet, so I'll bring them in tomorrow. Good. Or wait, today's Friday, so I'll, I'll bring them in uh, next week. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt real quick, though, you know, and, and I think, you know, people ask like, man, you put so much energy into this. One thing I remind the new instructor pilots that 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 we get on board ICON, whether it's our uh, our ICON authorized flight instructors that aren't full time pilots for us or whether it's our full time pilots. I remind all of them uh, when we train someone and they walk out of our doors, they're not just getting an endorsement. Like they are a pilot in command the next time they fly an ICON A5. Right. So we need to be you know, super focused on, you know, not only are we comfortable with them and are they comfortable, but they can do it safely. It's, it's, it's a really different mindset than just get an endorsement, leave and never touch a seaplane again. No, the, these are all folks that will be flying hopefully for years and years to come. I love that. And not necessarily that, you know, they're, you're training them for them to buy an A5. I mean, you have programs, you have training programs for people that just want to fly the airplane, not necessarily buying an A5. Yeah, we do. And, and, and we rely on our network. So, again, I briefly mentioned it. it's an ICON authorized flight instructor. Uh, so we have uh, training partners throughout the, the country, you know, several. We want to build it to be more. I wish it was threefold right now. But, you know, we're building it um, that, that you can go and just experience the, the training syllabus. If you come to Tampa here at our main facility, it's, it's, it's typically for owners. But there's all over the country you can. Uh, hire icon authorized flight instructors or go to facilities that have an aircraft there that will train you just to learn how to enjoy the aircraft. Um, yeah, so absolutely. I just like what you said where it's, it's what I like to do when I'm flight instructing. It's almost like you trick people into having 
fun and like not having fun, but you trick people into learning because they're having so much fun. It's like, wow, I didn't realize I'd learned so much and I'm exhausted at the end of the day, but I had such a good time and it was this whole experience and you, you sleep as well as you've ever slept the day after you do all that training, but it's kind of that same idea. But then on the more serious side, obviously I, I sort of quietly ask myself, would I put my mom in this airplane with this person? I sign them off to go take their check ride. And obviously it's the examiner to make that last call of whether they should be a certified seaplane pilot. But for me, kind of personally, would I put my mom in this airplane? Are you safe? Are they taking control as PIC to operate this aircraft? Yeah, you know, one last thing, and, and boy, you know, as as tool or as me as an old CFI, I can go on and on. But you know, that what I tell when I uh, am with the client for the final check ride, I say, you know, even though I might think you're safe and you're comfortable, you need to tell me how you feel as Absolutely. well, right? Because Absolutely. if you're not feeling comfortable, you're never going to enjoy the aircraft. So if we have to do four more days of flying, which is never the case, let's do it, right? Let's do it to where you you are 100% confident that you can operate this aircraft. Take but responsibility anyway. for your training. How do you feel? I, I can't read anyone's mind as a CFI. Right. 100%. So. So, you know, I, th- I think we have to address, we need to go a little bit further into this safety topic. And a- as we move into that topic, I want to give Janessa a huge shout out because, you know, I've got a fair amount of seaplane experience and, and hopefully, you know, that comes with the job. But, you know, she didn't cut me an ounce of slack. No. I mean, she was like, you're, this is what you're going to do and you're going to do it until it is exactly the way I want to see it. And I have to tell you from a guy who spends a large amount of his professional career preaching and trying to bring safety to this community, I appreciated that so much. And it meant a lot to me. And it really, again, I think people need to know that there is an attitude that is present today more than ever at ICON that you're going to fly to our standards. We've put these standards in place and we put them in place to make you a safe pilot. And we're not going to cut you any slack on it. And, and I think Janessa deserves a, a huge shout out for that. Yeah. You know, so yeah, for those who don't know, Janessa is our chief pilot. She, she is amazing and she holds herself to that standard. She holds me to that standard uh, and everyone else. But the rest of the flight instructors, and I think uh, I appreciate that. And I'm glad that's your perspective because that, that's certainly what we're trying to build here. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I also want people to know that uh, in, the, in mid-2020, in the summer of 2020, I created a seaplane manufacturer safety group. And uh, the goal here was to increase the safety of our community. And we were experiencing more accidents than I thought any of us were comfortable with, even though our safety record is still very good compared to other user groups that are doing motorized uh, activities and other forms of aviation. We still have a really good safety record, but it's not good enough. And we're seeing that reflected in our insurance rates. So in August of 2020, I created a seaplane manufacturer safety group. We've been working on this. You guys have joined the group and you've been participating in the group. And so I want people to know that you know, there have been issues. All aircraft have issues. Uh, the A5 has had some incidents early on. Uh, I think you guys deserve a amazing amount of credit for all of that under the skin designing that you did with the wing cuffs, with the anti-spin characteristics, with the parachute system. You know, we increased the gross weight for LSAs for the Icon, and we were involved in that. But you guys did so much on the design side, and yet we still found some gaps 
in the system and those gaps came down to the pilot. And I think you've done a great job of, of addressing those in the training that's evolved since then. And you're, I want people to know that you guys are actively taking place in our manufacturer safety group, working on engineering better processes for our pilots to fly and procedures so we can make our community safer. I mean, what else can you tell me that's been going on on that safety side? Yeah, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. And I'm going to kind of harken back to something you just said, because it, it, it caught my attention. You said not good enough, right? You know, you know, the larger seaplane uh, community, you know, we, we can compare rates with, with other activities and, and say, well, we're better than them. But is it ever is it ever good enough? And I, I, I really like that slogan. And so but as it applies to the question you just asked, you know, when we have a parachute and the spin resistance and the AOA gauge to manage energy, but, but, but things still go wrong. You know, we could have as a manufacturer just stepped back and said, well, you see the aircraft was operating. Okay. Not User our fault. Error. Yeah. Not our problem. Right. But, but man, like in, in, in this profession, in this, in this industry, like what a wrong approach. Right. So I, I will say I, I kind of, and I was part of, I kind of point at that time, but I'm really proud of the way we approached it. We didn't run away from it. We, we didn't just say, well, someone else's fault. We actually, you know, drew the first circle around ourselves and we looked, we, we, re, we reviewed and assessed our training. And the first thing now that any new owner gets when they come in for our training is a real serious conversation on the approach to flying, right? What does responsible adventure flying look like? Low altitude guidelines, things you don't do, you know, or else. And and it's almost, I hate to say this, right? It, it's not a scare tactic, but it, it's maybe uh, identifying the seriousness of what we're about to do. And oh, by the way, once we get them in the aircraft, we keep reiterating that as they're smiling and they're saying, wow, that was awesome. And then we keep going back to it was awesome. Now let's talk about this, right? And, and let's keep bringing it to the to the serious, seriousness of it while having fun. But bottom line with that, I'm glad you brought it up. And listen, we don't run away from it and, and we want to be part of the solution. And if we can do things better, we will, because regardless if it's the manufacturer's fault or not, you know, we want people to be safe. And if we can make a difference, we will. And I, and I think we've approached it that way. Well, that's awesome. And I think, again, uh, I appreciate the proactivity that you guys have taken in that. And it's important for people to know that the organization, the company, um, at a root level from from the, the ground up has, has taken that safety. And, and they didn't just wash these incidents off and these safety issues off. And, and they were addressed head on. And that's why we're addressing it head on on this show. So, you know, I know Mark Twombly's been flying with you guys uh, some lately, which I'm jealous I haven't been able to get out there and, and do that flying with him, but I've already done it <laughs> largely. And we've been trying to get a photo shoot in with you because we want to have the icon appear with some breaking news in an upcoming issue of Waterflying Magazine. We've been trying to get that photo shoot scheduled to make that happen. But what's some of the uh, new news coming from out of icon? What can we expect in the near future? Yeah, you know, and, and thank you. And this is a well-placed, obviously, podcast as far as timing. And once Mother Nature complies with all of our schedules, which I, I've learned in aviation, she wins every time. I, I've yet <laughs> to beat her. Uh, but but hopefully we can get that shoot done um, soon. But so, you know, ICON last month, we, we announced um, our some new product development. Um, and what we've announced is that, you know, the ICON A5 now comes with some op- optionality to include the G3X touch display and an autopilot. 
Now, if if there's clients that that don't want those options, we still have our Icon A5 with the 796, but it's been really fun, uh, I'll say, as a, as a VP of sales and marketing, fun to see the initial response that, that we got uh, from the market. I mean, almost, I would say, overwhelming, right, in a, in a positive way since I'm in the sales world, but an overwhelming response uh, for that development. And, and I'll tell you where it originated, to be honest with you, you know, 2020, we can all look back and say well, that was a crazy year, right? Like, you know, <laughs> dumpster who, who, who fire. Our business plan in 20 in January 2020 went out the window somewhere in the spring, right? But but one thing we did, and and I don't know if we knew how smart we were or good we were at the time to make this decision, but we knew there's a lot of variables we weren't gonna be able to control. But we went inward essentially, and and we started to apply more resources to some things we knew we wanted to do, you know, we, we had on the horizon and we said, okay, if we can't control the world around us, like no one can, right. We're going to expedite some internal efforts for product development. And, and that, that the first uh, effect you're seeing is this release we had in December, which wasn't going to be released till later on its initial timeline, but we got it out, at least the announcement. And here in spring of 2021, we'll start delivering those aircraft and, and to, I'll, I'll just say quite a few uh, people who have now put a deposit uh, down for a new one. And and lastly, too, you know, I, I, I can't announce, you know, today, but I will say there's there's other advancements that, that we're making at ICON um, that we think are exciting. And we were able to uh, essentially turn, you know, uh, lemons into lemonade in 2021. And, and we and we brought those timelines closer. Um, we're always going to stay true to our roots of, you know, adventure flying, you know, introducing aviation to, to people who aren't involved. But, you you know, we're also not going to ignore, you know, advancements in the industry and how we can tie those into ICON to make really our market larger. Yeah, yeah. And we literally just, uh, our guest was Kevin Oakes from uh, Aviad Husky, and he had a Husky out here, and he had a 796 uh basic VFR panel. And he was telling me, you know, the G3X ones, if I get a G3X one in, it sells immediately. And counterintuitively, these basic VFR panels, uh, which is what the base icon is always, or what the icon has always had, are a harder sell. As a as an experienced seaplane pilot, I don't get that. I actually like the, the simpler panel, as Kevin was mentioning. But the the G three X, I've and, flown the G three X. It's is really pretty cool. Yeah, I, I know fly that in a one eighty two. That's a neat panel. It, it enamors a lot of people, and I have to admit, I mean, I've even considered doing a G three X in my Super Cub, but. I still like the simple kind of steam gauge panel, but it's not what the customer wants. So again, I think it's an evolution for the airplane that's going to really open up the market for the airplane and it's going to be well received by the customers. So uh, I, I think-, think it's fantastic. You guys took this downtime, you know, obviously it's no trade shows and going to sun yeah. and fun Oshkosh kind of thing. And Hey, let's, and let's, do let's investment. Do something new and and yeah. invest and engineer. Which you used my exact words. I always say that 2020 was a time for SBA to make lemonade out of rotten lemons, and we've been redesigning <laughs> and making a new website, and we started this podcast, and we're doing all kinds of things to you know go and serve our members better in lieu of 
the fact that we actually have a little bit of time to do this because we're not on the road doing trade shows. So again, I just love the fact that you're doing that. Um, you know, it's always great to talk to you, Warren. You and I get to talk quite a bit. Again, I want to applaud Icon for participating in the seaplane pilots or the uh, SPA uh, manufacturer safety group that we have going. And uh, I look forward to getting Abby over there and uh, getting her in an A5 very shortly. Abby very much looks forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'd like to see more airplanes out on the water. By the way, how many have been delivered? What's uh, going on with delivery schedules we, and stuff like yeah, that? No, we, we are at one thirty right now. Um, you know, it, and, and listen, I, I'll tell, I know we got we to cut this off. I could talk all day long with you guys. The, uh, <laughs> It's, it, it's, you know, some of our uh, deliveries this year, man, COVID production plans. You forest name it, fires. I know we're, we're we back. were talking about forest fires impacting oh. the factory. Oh, I mean, can we name one more uh, biblical plague that's going to happen? <laughs> uh, but, but, but the, you know, listen, I always say, you know, to the team, listen, you know, it's, it's about starting to thrive, you know, after surviving 2020. Right. And so we, yeah, we're at one thirty now we're, you know, we're, we're hoping really to replicate in 2021 what our original plan was in 2020 by getting, you know, at least, you know, 40, hopefully 50 aircraft out there uh, to get more aircraft on the water, as you say. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. It's great to have you on the podcast for the first time. Uh, we look forward to having you back soon or Janessa, and we look forward to getting Abby and an icon for her first experience. Mm. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Stephen Abbey. It's a pleasure, and I hope to see you guys soon. Have a great day. We are so glad you joined us today. If you like today's show, I highly encourage you to join the Seaplane Pilots Association and become a member of the largest seaplane community in the world. Members receive Water Flying, the only full-color glossy magazine dedicated to the seaplane community. And it's available in both printed and digital form. Your membership also includes access to the Water Landing Directory app, which has the Seaplane Flight School Directory and a calendar of seaplane events, not only here in the United States, but around the world. The association hosts regular educational workshops, safety seminars, and gatherings for seaplane pilots and anyone with a passion for seaplanes. So look us up online at seaplanes.org, join our community, and support our mission of protecting and promoting water flying.